1: Savings products insured by NCUA. Investment products are not insured, not obligations of Navy Federal and may lose value.
2: What's up, everyone? I'm Tori. And I'm Anissa. And we are back for another episode of MTV's official Challenge podcast, where we are going to go behind the scenes of the brand new season of The Challenge, Double Agents.
0: And just a warning, this podcast is not spoiler-free. So before we go behind the scenes, make sure you're up to date on the latest Challenge episodes.
2: Yes, and on this episode, we'll be talking about
0: my elimination,
2: Oh, going up against, going up against my best friend now, <laughs> and all the insane drama that's been going on in the house.
0: Plus, later in the episode, we'll be joined by the challenge's very own and our bunkmate, Natalie Anderson, to discuss her surprise departure from the season and find out what's next for her.
2: All right, this is not the episode that I want to dive into, but let's just get it over with, Anissa.
0: I don't want to either. Should we just skip this week's? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, we're going to try and do this the best we can.
2: Okay, well, you know what? Let's start this one off the same way we start them all off, that 36-second recap in honor of it being our 36th season. So, Anissa,
0: the timer is set. Give us what you got. No. Go. <clears throat> oh, God. So, I didn't win this challenge. ha. <laughs> But Big T and C.T. did. And then Big T had a mastermind plan to put Tori and myself against each other. Hey, who knew? I didn't fucking know. But I was crying and I actually had Tori hold me in her bed. And then we ended up going into elimination together. And what you didn't know is that, oh, I'll save that for a secret later. But it doesn't really matter. So Tori Tori and I went in and I had to throw big balls that were heavy against the wall. And I won. But it fucking sucked. And then my, you know what? That was horrible.
2: (laughs) it's okay I don't think I'm gonna do any better right now
0: this episode has had me in such a it, I'm just such a mess I'm so oh. anxious I can't even I, know. I can't even give you 36 seconds all right let me just try it all right okay. Tori it's your turn do your best to make the mess of what I just said a beautiful okay. beautiful I can't even speak a beautiful story okay you right. got 36 seconds Tori all Go.
2: right Okay, so we did the challenge, agent down. The winner was CT and Big T. I don't know what the fuck Devin was doing up there on that rope. I really genuinely was trying to not demasculate him by saying that he was definitely trying, but he was most definitely not. We're seeing that in the interviews now. What a motherfucking snake. After he doesn't win and I don't win, clearly fucking Big T has to win. And of course, she's on her little... Throne, which I gotta give her credit. I mean, hey, when you wanna sit on the throne, sit on the throne. But then she decides to do this fucking shitty ass move, put me and Anissa against one another in elimination, and I lose to Anissa, and then we do creator angels, and that's the end of my time on the fucking challenge. Oh, and Natalie leaves and Ashley comes back. What the
0: fuck? Oh, yeah. How about
2: that? How about that? Oh, God. There's so much to get into on this episode. I don't even know where to start, Anissa.
0: I don't know. The play of the day?
2: Okay. (laughs) What do you think the play of the day was?
0: I have no idea. Because
2: I want to give it to Big T. Like, I I obviously hate that I got the shit end of the stick. But, like, you got to give the girl credit. Like, she went in there. She politically outsmarted, not outsmarted, but she just did the damn thing. She had the numbers. She made a big move. She had power. Like, I got to give it to Big T. Mm Mm-hmm. I mean, it sucks, but you can't, can't not give her credit, right?
0: Oh, no. I give her credit for yeah. pulling that off and me not knowing until watching the episode of how yeah sneaky, sneaky the queen is when she's on her throne. Yeah. Oh, man. I don't even know what my play of the day would be. I mean, I mean, I would say Jay really did a fucking phenomenal job this episode. Yeah. I mean, he's a strong boy. Like he, re- I'm sorry, he's a strong man. Sorry, Jay, I love you. Um, he's a strong man who I think is, all, you know, underestimated because I think the whole theme of this episode was about size. Mm-hmm. Thank God we were only talking about height. Um, but, uh, you know, he being, you know, one of the smaller guys is definitely, to me, like one of the, one of the smartest, one of the strongest. I think he doesn't get enough credit. Definitely. Yeah, he's a force. Yeah. So I am proud of him. And I thought, you know, not knowing what Teresa was up to, sneaky, sneaky, um, it would be awesome if those two won. And I'm really upset that it was five seconds if they just would have held on in hindsight.
2: I mean, it's crazy that CT and Big T won that one. And like, that's how you know, like, we always say it for sure. Anybody could win any challenge. Yeah, There are so many variables that go in. Like, the drone one. Like, that was literally anybody's challenge. You didn't have no, to have this. No, it
0: wasn't. Life. It was no one's challenge except for you and Devin. <laughs> but because it, everyone was horrible. That was a Nope.
2: But I could have been horrible at that. Like, who's t- who knew I was going to be good at it?
0: You know? You are the. I don't know if t- no one knew, but Tori's name is Drone Master Tori. <laughs> All she does Instagram is fly drones.
2: <laughs> Like nobody knows, I have a secret bunker in my backyard with a shit. Yeah, and you of just drones. fly drones under <laughs> the
0: ground. Yeah, no, it sounds but, totally like you. But like,
2: so like, big T and C T win this one, and I hate that people are going around their house like trying to prove. Like I, it's very clear in the challenge. You're going to be good at some things. You're not going to be good at other things. Just because I think somebody is weaker than me, or like I said, and weak weak shouldn't have been the word. I should have used inexperienced because nobody likes to be called weak. It's super demeaning. So I really do apologize to anybody that I offended when I said that. But what I was really trying to say is inexperienced rookie. And that's just something that is always going to be there. If you're a rookie in the game, people are going to assume that you probably will lose to a vet. That's just how the game works. And so I think it's great that CT and big T one, it just goes to show that literally anybody can win. We already know that. But now mm-hmm. when you have power as a team, that is so connected like big T and CT and also has all of those rookies on their side. I mean, at that point in time, they're going to make a power move and that's why they did what they did.
0: Yeah. And that moves me to my dirtiest deed. I mean, CT just pretended that like, I'm just going to let i C- I'm going to let big T do everything, but he definitely had his hand in that. Oh, for sure. Yeah. And, CT knows what he's doing. Uh, I think also the dirtiest deed goes to the fucking house. <laughs> I had no idea I was going in. Yeah. Literally Wait, was like trying to save them from voting you in.
2: Yeah, it's crazy. I pulled a
0: Nellie T. Like, Aww. I literally <sighs> just moved my mouth the way Nellie yeah. T would move his body into elimination for a friend. Mm-hmm. And I, you know, just laid my body down on the tracks and was like, run me over. Take my <sighs> limbs. <laughs> yeah. And Ugh. I fucking did not know that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I oh, didn't know man. it was going to be us. It was... It was a tough devastating. One. I was crying. All right, well, devastating.
2: Before, before we get into the elimination, let's just talk about the challenge itself because it was terrifying. We were over. Terrifying. Top of that you seemed fine.
0: No, 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 no. You seemed okay. Yeah. Let's get into this. Let's get into this challenge because we were right next to each other.
2: We were. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Let me tell you okay. something. I don't like heights. No. One, two. I found out that a lot of other people don't like heights. I don't care what they say. I don't know how I'm dangling from this thing. They lead you onto it and they say, "Climb over and stand there." I'm holding on for dear life. I look like a snowman, frightened snowman over a cliff. Mm-hmm. And yeah. <laughs> I've done this before, where you know, when we did Duel Two, we were um, over like this cliff in New Zealand, and our partner had to hold us until they dropped us. But we f- were free falling. I mean, it was awful. Oh, this fuck swung you out at least that. Yeah, you free that fall- was fell
2: in- into water.
0: No, a canyon swing. So like oh, you fell okay. and then you hit oh, at a certain fuck. point, but you fell like it was like four hundred I mean, it was far. Like you Jeez. just felt like you were falling trying to grab air. So I I know what this feels like, which is almost scarier than not knowing. Yeah. So going into it, I'm like, okay, we gotta stand on this thing. He's gonna mm-hmm. pull this. Is is Leroy gonna be able to hold me up? Mm-hmm. Now what you don't know is Tori's <laughs> next to me. Yeah. And but her partner's nowhere to be found. Okay. Devin's still Trying to tie his shoes. (laughs) Leroy has my hand straight and not crossed. And here goes Tori. Leroy, you should switch your grip. Yep. (laughs) I
1: was trying to help you.
0: And what happened?
2: I know it was the worst timing because I'm looking over. Devin's not pulling up this rope. I'm like, okay, well, there's not a shot in fucking hell that we're going to win this because he's not going to even get to me in time. So I look over and I see Leroy get to you just in time. But you guys are holding that straight arm grip, like right hand to, to... right hand or left hand to left hand. And so that's why I was like, switch the grip, like cross your grip. So that way you can make sure that like you had better stability. But you switched grip the moment the floor leaves our feet, you fall. And it's basically my fucking fault. (laughs) I'm so sorry.
0: (laughs) I would have never wanted to fall in Peter Pan with anyone else. Uh, I mean, we did sing and fly the whole time we were down there. I'm not going to say that wasn't scary because every time someone fell, the whole apparatus would move a little bit. yeah. And I'm like, we'll probably die if we hit. I'm like, well, maybe we could swim, you know, like maybe, maybe it'll be like a weird action movie where we're all OK.
2: Oh, my God. seriously. I mean, cra- First of all, it was crazy outside. Like, it was so cold. It was windy. It was rainy. It was not actually a good day to be hanging off the side of a waterfall. Like, it was, it was not, yeah. it was scary.
0: Well, yeah. it's also like Iceland is the land of like, OK, we already know fire and ice, but the weather turns on a dime, so it just changes yeah. so much. So it's like it's a beautiful sunny day, and we're like, oh, my God, sunshine. Everyone's so excited, and then it's, like, hailing.
2: Yeah, totally. So, well, props to CT and Big T. I mean, they yep. held on for a long time. Good for them. But then it obviously brings us to this predicament where the rookies are clearly very happy that uh, Big T's in power. We all get mm-hmm. back home. Me and you were trying to figure out how to save our asses because we knew we smelled that shit out. We were like, Oh, they're gunning
0: for us. Like Well, it's they just had the numbers. They really did. Yeah. And in any other yeah. game, we would have had this lined up that rookies would have went in first. Had yeah. anyone ever seen the challenge before, it's almost like a rite of passage. Like you're a rookie, you go in eliminations. Yeah, exactly. You earn your stripes, you either come back, like it's not like, oh, cause you're a rookie, you get a free ride. i mean that was part of some of it too if if people thought and the whole term weak we're not saying you're physically weak but weakness can be a mental thing some people can be strong as shit but but break mentally or weak mentally under pressure
2: absolutely so
0: i think that people were and this is what i tried to convey like in deliberation was like you know if we're going to say weak or what maybe we need to change the way we talk about people or maybe change up the language a bit but we also can't get offended by every little thing too because The guys call each other weak and small. CT's calling, you know, Josh the goof. Like, yeah, the guys play a totally different game. Oh, for
2: sure. And the thing is, is it was never meant to be demeaning. Like, it's not like, oh, these girls are weak. So we're going to get them out because we're it's malicious. No, we're playing a game for a million dollars don't you want to go up against somebody who you think you have the best odds at beating and that doesn't mean that you are definitely going to beat them that means that me and anisa have been in enough eliminations to know that you can Mm -hmm. fucking lose to anybody at any time so you want to Mm -hmm. do yourself a favor and just hope that you go up against somebody that you feel like you can beat it's a confidence thing and but you know what it is i just got to say this too people in the challenge house if there is one thing to hold against you to throw votes on your name, that's exactly what they do. They took this whole thing and made it about like, oh, we need to get Tori out because she's mean and she's calling people layups. The word layups never came out of my mouth, so that's a fucking lie. And the other thing is, is I only really confided in people who I thought I could trust when I said I want to go up against people I think I can beat. Like, And that was so, Teresa. Yeah, and so you don't even get to see that. I mean, you're the one that told me that Teresa really kind of like fucked us over and stabbed us in the back when she was a part of both of these schemes. But it's like, I didn't go around saying, you're weak, you're weak, you're weak. No, I talked to people I thought I could trust. I was like, I think that this person would be a good person to go up against. So, like, if that's what's going to happen, that's what I want. It's so fucking clear to me. It's logic. Like, what are you doing on the show if you're not trying to set yourself up for fucking winning? It literally right. blows my mind. So they're all just hiding behind this idea of me being like a... I don't know, I'm not even going to call myself a bully, but, like, walking in You're there not. And to- I
0: love you so much. You're not yeah. a bully. I wouldn't be friends with you if you were one. Yeah. Not really into bullies. But- yeah. But... I love how, you know, Teresa is that she never see those conversations yeah. where she told Cam that we were gonna vote for her. And That's Cam told so me fucked up that. And I'm like, Cam, I love you. Like, why would I vote for you? And because that happened, Cam and Leroy voted for me. I mean, yeah. they probably were like, yo. If Anissa and Tori are gunning for us, then we'll just go for them. And that's the only logic that I can come up with because I can't call them and ask them right now.
2: Yeah. But it literally makes no sense because literally the week before that, when I had power with Devin, Leroy was one of the names I protected. Like, why? Why would I... How, why would we be working against you? Literally, we're te- right. we're working with you. Like it's not even a question. When I had the opportunity to help you out, we did, and you did mm-hmm. too. So it's like, what the fuck are what the like if Teresa really did tell Cam that we um were going against her, I mean, that shit is so shady and fucked up and I wish that that shit was on camera because I want to talk to Teresa and be like, "What the fuck? Like, right. that's how you want to play this game? That's fucked up." I mean, like really rubs me the right. wrong
0: way. I know Ugh. hey I was to be honest like you're one of my closest friends so like I trust you with everything so why wouldn't yeah. I be close to you like yeah this is the first time I think I've ever played a game with somebody I love so much that I just really want to spend time with them because <laughs> like on the off season, we hadn't seen each other we were across the country and I think that's such
2: a valuable point it's like we all experienced the crazy year of 2020 went through COVID obviously shit hit the fucking fan like just with everything, my relationship was not in a good place coming on to the show and people don't know that. So when I was there and, and like hanging out with you and having fun, I was like, damn, for the first time in a long time, I'm actually enjoying my life for a little bit. So like you have that one clip of me being like, me and Anissa don't know what the fuck we're doing because we literally just enjoyed being with each other, having fun yeah. there. Like, I wish I would have played a better political game, but honestly, I think mentally where I was at with my whole fucking life, I just needed to enjoy myself because right. life was fucking hard. Right. Right should we get into the
0: elimination okay let's get into it do you want to go because or do you want me to start it whatever you want I don't care <laughs> I'll say this I did get, I had an interview with Sky um, one of our producers right before and she was like come on gal you know like get pumped up I don't feel it like, you know and I'm like I'm I'm pumped up I'm like but it's so hard to pump yourself up when you're going against yeah you a friend for like, sure I mean it's not just a friend like this like was breaking my heart. Like yeah. I was so emotional I know. about this. Like I just didn't want to do it but I was like if I win or lose to her I'm fine and mm-hmm. she almost was like you're too calm about this. What's you know what's up? I'm like I'm still going to try. I'm not going to just lie down cuz it's story, you know. Yeah.
2: Dude, you killed so, it. I mean, I just remember when we sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. No, it's fine. I mean, you just, just give me a it.
0: compliment. Keep going. <laughs>
2: Like, I just remember out of the corner of my eye when, like, you know, that horn blew and it was time to pull that rope. You pulled it so fast and so hard. And that was where I really fucked up my technique. I just, I don't know if I didn't have the strength. Like, I don't know what the fuck was going on in my head at that point in time. I think I was just like, I was just blown away. After I saw you flip that thing and then I had to reset my thing so many times to start over. Like, I was, I was like, holy shit. Like, Anissa, you, seriously, I gave it everything I had. So it's like. Any, I hate that people like sleep on you because it's like you fucking, that was heavy as fuck and you Mm -hmm. crushed it on the first try. Like that was heavy. People don't realize how heavy. And like the one other thing I got to say is all of these girls who think that I called them weak, whatever, come down there and try pulling that thing down (laughs) because that thing was so fucking heavy. So if Amber or whoever wants to say, oh, Tori looks weak down there, if you could pull it down, then you could call me weak. That's all I got to say. But you got to pull it down
0: first. (laughs) Yeah, it definitely, I think that there was that thing, that switch that clicked in me that was like, all right, you're about to be the bitch you used to be. Like, when you got in eliminations, you were like, this person's not going to beat me. Mm -hmm. And I've always been humble. Like, I've never said or doubted anybody's ability because I've lost to people that I thought I was stronger than. Yeah. And I've lost to people that, you know, I mean, and I've won to people that I thought, you know, were stronger than me. So it's just it was just crazy but i saw him and i'm like i have to do it for every person up there that's doubting me
2: yeah for sure
0: and i have to do this for myself because even though you're my friend mm-hmm. you're you're viewed as a very strong player and that to me is i mean if i beat you and i love you and you're strong i'm i'm pulling this fucking rope damn it and yeah. i'm like okay channel your inner whatever pulls ropes and pull this thing and I think it was just a hand over hand like I was like I just need it I need to keep it moving to click it and put and push it over because oh, that's so what good. I knew if I didn't have the momentum Kind of I went into autopilot I don't know what happened but mm-hmm. I wasn't going to stop yeah
2: you did such but a great I job. did
0: sl- like I took my time because I felt like once I looked over and I'm like oh she still hasn't pulled it I was like I have enough time to do it and yeah. then when you started catching up I was like oh shit you know, I have three left, maybe I should fucking find them, one yeah. being one already hit, but mm-hmm. like you didn't know you couldn't see from that far what was cracked, what was whatever, so it yeah. was just
2: i mean it was such it a was sh- just a lot. you know the thing that really fucking bothers me is like devin. Like, I could have fucked him so bad the week before. I could have made him go into that hall brawl. He said, I'm going to get you your skull, Tori. Don't worry. So I didn't fuck him over. And I obviously threw Fessy in because I was like, whatever. That's that's what we're going to do then. But mm-hmm. I could have fucked him so bad. I could have fucking crashed that drone. I worked with him. And this whole episode, all you see him being like is, ah, oh, fucker, fucker. I used it for yeah, a fucker. Yeah, trash like,
0: talking you.
2: It's, like, really fucked up. Like, I didn't know that was going on, like, until I obviously watched it. And I'm like, damn, dude, you think you fucking, you really think you can trust people and you have no idea like that they're out to fucking get you. I just think it's like, ah, it's like you, I I should have fucked Devin over so bad. If I could go back and take anything away in this game, I would have made him go into that hall brawl against Nelson. That's literally what I would have done.
0: (sighs) Yeah, I, I mean, I think about everything, like at the end of that and then like stealing Fessy back because I made a joke and I wish he would have been there. Mm-hmm. But I pretended that I was gonna steal Kyle and he was oh, so Oh, I remember I heard that. He was so fucking nervous. He <sighs> was so funny. nervous. <sighs> and I was like, this person has been really I'm like, I'm sorry, Kyle, but I'm going back with Fessy. I'm like, come on, Fessy, if you don't wanna be with me, at least say it beforehand. Yeah. Because then I won't pick you. And I could have picked someone else.
2: I think that I honestly think that clip from him saying, Don't pick me, don't pick me was from the very first interview he did. I don't give a
0: shit. Yeah. I don't give a shit when he said it.
2: Yeah, for sure. Because I'm gonna tell for you, sure. I'm gonna
0: tell you something. Listen, I pulled him back to prove a point that mm-hmm. if I win, I'm gonna do whatever the fuck I want. Fuck yeah. That was one thing. Yeah. And number two was to humble him. Like, listen, yeah. you're not gonna win them all. Clearly, even with Casey, you're not winning. Mm-hmm. And the only thing that I I'm mad about is like he had a target on his back and he was being super selfish. And here I am. Picking him back when I literally felt like I was dodging a bullet by not being his partner anymore. Yeah. I mean, he told me after he left me to go to Casey, I could steal him back. So, Fessy, don't say shit you don't mean, bro. Like, if you love me and you're my friend and you say that you do, and you say that we are, then just be be straight up with me because I don't want to have to – You know what hurts more? Watching shit on TV. Yep. And – you know than having to having to live through you know being with somebody who doesn't want to be with you and I think this challenge is like a lot of feeling like you know you don't know when somebody may leave you and that kind of fear is just like it's really fucking weird because you trust people and they literally are saying other shit so I don't know girl it's a crazy game I miss you I want you to still be on the show with me
2: (gasps) I miss you too come back to me So we're going to take a quick break right now. And after that, we'll be back with Natalie Anderson to talk about her experience on this season of The Challenge.
1: This episode is brought to you by Navy Federal Credit Union. At Navy Federal, it's been the mission to help the military community for over 90 years. And not just help them, but do everything to make sure they not only grow, but flourish. That's why Navy Federal Credit Union has all kinds of great savings and investment options, like share certificates with sky-high rates.
3: Angie can even help with extremely specific projects. Just tell them what you need, and Angie will find the right solution for you. Get started at Angie.com. That's A N G com, Or download the app today. If you use paper, you're a human. But if you choose paper,
4: you're a papertarian. Someone who lives a paper based lifestyle because it has a positive impact on the planet. a renewable and sustainably managed resource and paper products are designed to be recycled. In fact, when you choose products that come in paper-based packaging, those fibers can go on to be recycled up to seven times. So why wouldn't you go paper Alway I'll wait. Learn more at howlifeunfolds.com slash paper Okay, folks, you have seen
0: her. Dominate on Survivor. You have seen her on Amazing Race, and now she has come on the challenge to frighten all of us. Please welcome yeah. Natalie Anderson to the podcast.
3: Hello, hello.
5: I'm so honored to be here with
0: you two girls.
5: Oh, I love see- seeing your face. Yeah, well, we didn't, we're not seeing your
0: face because this is a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: we love hearing your face it's like,
5: <laughs> yeah it's like a it's like a roommate reunion right now yeah, we're just missing one
2: yeah yeah dude honestly before we get into anything crazy i just want to say i'm so fucking happy you're on the challenge i love everything you bring to the show i think you're so badass like just props to you for fucking coming on there and literally just being a fucking animal and honestly like obviously what we're <laughs> going to talk about is crazy and like it's your personal story yeah. and i can't like wait to hear like your side of everything but, like, mm-hmm. you were a threat in that game, and I'm sorry that you didn't you didn't have the opportunity to fucking show people more of that, but you'll have it in the future for sure.
5: Uh, yeah, like, for me, like, the challenge actually didn't make me nervous. I think that, you know, I was so complacent with how Survivor and obviously Amazing Race is even easier. Like, I was so used to those challenges that it didn't make me nervous. I was excited to be nervous about competing a game because the challenge challenges are just – it's just on another level. And so for me, the excitement and the nervousness was, it was a cool difference uh, going to film a show and being like, having those butterflies of being like, holy shit, like this is going to be intense. But yeah, I mean, I was, I knew I was built for the show. Um, and it was cool when I got there to see like uh, that, all the thing, like everything, all my expectations were met with how they did the challenges and the production and all the, all this, like literally no stops on the challenges. And I was really impressed, so it was exciting. Yeah,
0: totally. Yeah, I was excited about meeting you in the hallway before we did our um, physical. (laughs) And then once we moved into the house and we started doing cleans and front squats, I was like, oh my God, get her out of here. What's going on? Who invited her to the party? She's about to kill this. And then you were doing burpees, (laughs) jumps over the wall. I'm like, you're like a different type of competitor.
5: I was cute though when we did all like our workouts and then then like after a couple I was like you know what I'm not gonna help these girls anymore yeah. I'm gonna, go, gonna walk out on my which is smart <laughs> I like, yeah I mean at the start I was like it'll be fun and then later I was like you know what the less in shape they are the better it is for me so I'm not gonna help them get stronger Makes sense. <laughs> it really does
0: logical. it <laughs> yeah. really does
5: it, it was hard to stay motivated in that house though, because yeah. like, the, like the weather, the food, it was like literally all we did while we were in there because the Corona, we didn't get to go anywhere was just like hang out, eat. And then you had, I had to just force myself to train there. And it was like so cold, but I knew it was the only thing that was helping too with my mental headspace being out there. Uh, and the gym was amazing, so I couldn't really complain.
2: Yeah, honestly, you were the only one that was always out there in the rain. Like every time I would walk of the gym, <laughs> you would be out there for hours. People don't understand how often you worked out, Natalie. I mean, mm-hmm. it was terrifying for
0: everybody. We were right. like, "This girl like, sit a down somewhere."
2: <laughs> Jesus, <laughs> I, I hope it's I'm one where we challenge where I, where challenge where I, I have left. to stay
0: still and not be active.
2: i would suck at that (laughs) totally well listen obviously like there's so many amazing things to talk about we want to make sure that we get to kind of like why we're like having you as a guest right now so would you mind just walking us through your decision to leave the show early and just what happened with that and anything you're comfortable talking about
5: Yeah, so um, I mean, literally, I could not have made this story up. Like I came out there being in the most amazing shape. I was training so hard. Like I train all, all the time really hard. But I stepped up my training before I went out there to the point where I was like running hill sprints, like in the evening, in the morning, I would be lifting, I would be swimming, like everything you could imagine. So I was in this headspace of like, I'm in the best shape of my life. Mentally, I'm prepared for this. I was out for revenge after losing 2 million. Okay, I didn't lose it because I never had the 2 million. <laughs> but I let $2 million <laughs> slip away from me in on Survivor. And so I was just like ready for this. Um, I was. It was the first time I was leaving, having like a support system back home because I, I w- I've been in a relationship for like a year before I went out. And it was a very different feeling because I've always done these shows being super single. And it's just, I always feel like it's just me out there. And I left with this, like, feeling of having, like, this teammate back home. So I was like, I also had that on my chest. Like, I was like, I want to make him proud. I want to make myself proud. Um, And I was just ready. Um, The unexpected news of finding out I was pregnant while I was out there was – It came like such a crazy shock. I just didn't even know how I could get pregnant because I was like, I was under so much physical and mental and emotional stress before going out there. But this is life. I did not plan it, obviously. And the only reason I actually found out I was pregnant is because I spoke to Nadia on my first FaceTime call and I had joked around about how my period was made and I had mentioned to you girls while I was out there, like my I haven't got my period, but I always like on survivor when I'm stressed, I just don't get my period. So I just assumed that was why. Um I eventually ended up taking a pregnancy test and like literally I could not even believe I was sitting with a stranger. I had just taken this pregnancy test. I went back into the house and like I had no idea what when I was gonna get pulled. I was still trying to digest all this information. Uh And, you know, it was just like this really abrupt ending to like some, like a mission I was on. And, you know, for me, the idea of quitting is so hard, but I had to like obviously tell myself it's not quitting. I have to do this. And, uh, yeah, when I was out there, I didn't even know what I wanted to do. I had no idea what my body, like, it was like such a weird feeling because I was super proud of my body being able to compete. I was like, com- like when I watched last week's episode, I was sitting with Devin and I was like, Devin, my boyfriend, not Devin from the dump show. <laughs> okay. um, Cause like every time I say Devin, they're like Devin. I'm like, no, my Devin is not challenged. Devin. Um, you know, he, he just keeps saying like, I cannot believe you're pregnant here. And I was like, I cannot believe, which is amazing. Cause it shows, how like our bodies are so resilient. I was able to fly, you know, I was already pregnant before I left. I was eight weeks. when I came back to the States and I went for my ultrasound, I was eight weeks pregnant, which is insane. (laughs) Um, And I noticed some changes in my body, but I'm very confident when my body changes, like I've been, heavier and I'm still fast still strong and I never look at my body and criticize what my body looks like I only think about what it's capable of so I noticed my boobs were big on the show and even watching it my friends are like oh my god Natalie your boobs are huge I was like yeah I know I (laughs) didn't even think about all that because I still felt strong I felt healthy but you know obviously I was pregnant um Mm -hmm. and my body did change on the show and watching it now I can notice some of the differences but I was still I still felt strong and capable of everything you know um yeah so anyway uh, i i digress i found out i was pregnant i talked to Devin and you know i think he was more in shock and he's not he's not like a reality tv person so for him the idea of being away from me during something like this was just really really hard for him he, like he literally wanted to fly to iceland to be with me and like the producer was like listen you're not gonna get to see her. like there's no point like just you have to just stay put but you know for normal people that's a very weird thing to do to get a call from me and i was like hey babe like I just found out I was, I'm pregnant. I'll call you back. And that's basically the whole conversation. And he was freaking out obviously, but he knows I'm strong. And he knows that, you know, that I can, I can kind of, I will not I wouldn't be like freaking out about anything. I just kind of took everything with stride, made peace with my exit. Um, I didn't know when they were going to pull me. So when you watch the episode, you probably notice how she, like, I'm just, my face is like, Oh my God, I can't believe they're going to do this now. I knew it was coming. I just didn't know how it was going to happen. Um, and yeah, I came back home. I was so like, everything happened so fast. Like I was just out there. I just got used to being in the house. Like I had got my goal skull. I was like, all right, this is it. I'm chilling till the end. Like uh, so I'd like prepared for that. And then to come back home um, I allowed myself to just like breathe and be back in my space with him. And the idea of having, you know, a baby was crazy. But at the same time, me and him, like, I could see myself doing that. And you know, for me, I would said everything happens for a reason. Uh, I just, you know, gave away 500,000 because in my head I was winning at that point. Yeah.
2: <laughs> so I, I was I, like. Yeah, <laughs> you're solid. Yeah.
5: <laughs> <laughs> and uh, you know, I like embraced everything. I was in a good space and I was thankful that my body was able to go through all that and still be healthy. Everything was fine with me. I came, I'd come back after everything and I got a check. Um, mm-hmm. But then unfortunately, like a week after I came back home, I had a miscarriage and uh, it was like this other bump in the road. It's like I'd already gone through, I had like made peace with the fact that I wasn't going to get to compete and follow through with what I went out there for. I came back, I had digested like coming back from the show early, that disappointment in myself, letting down my family, letting down Devin, but then after having him around and like understanding like this isn't this isn't the end of the world like I, I'm so competitive so it's hard for me but then after that um, having to go over the, the second bump of like you know randomly and for no reason uh, you know losing uh, losing like the pregnancy it was hard for me I guess it was a ghost I just, all I did was talk to Nadia and Devin nobody even knew I was home which was awesome because I used the opportunity of people thinking I was filming to just have my personal space and my time from everybody. Um, and I took a long time to kind of just make amends with that because for me at that point, it was like, not only did I give up on the show, I also didn't have anything to show after. Cause like I came back and then I didn't have anything to, you know, celebrate. So it was really hard for me, but you know, I, I never blame myself and I have talked to a few people after and a lot of women that have gone through this Ended up, ended up blaming themselves and I never had that guilt. I never even for once thought what did I do because I know that this I'd gone through so much already and I was fine so literally I, I something out of my control affected my health and uh, you know it just it wasn't my choice it wasn't my fault and I feel like I had such a good grip on what happened and like my approach to dealing with things with my body have always been it always been in a positive light and so for me I was really proud of myself that I was able to get through that start training again and never once blame myself and be in this position now to be able to watch the show in a healthy mindset and celebrate me even being out there for the few episodes I am and just being able to you know look at my body look at the resilience of it going through all this and still being strong and well and uh for me i just wanted to share that story with with anybody listening because my now seeing people come up to me and tell me like of the few friends that i've talked to and friends and friends friends of friends who have gone through this they have a really hard time kind of letting go and i never had that i never like i said i never looked at myself and blamed myself and i want women and if i can affect one woman uh to let her know that her story and what she did like her, what happened to her has nothing to do with. It's not her fault. That's all I want to do. Um, yeah, a- and I also want to give fans like a, a some closure because they know me and they know that me quitting uh, would wouldn't like. It's not something I would do. I was gonna, you know, it's easy to use any a random scapegoat as a reason I left. Like I've seen like Twitter things about family emergency I don't want to use my family as a scapegoat I don't want to use a fake death because in today's world crazy things are happening and I don't want to just use something as a crutch I kind of want to own my story and uh, you know be honest with what happened because I think that's a a way I can also make peace with everything that has happened to me and move forward so that's why I was really open to just sharing my story being honest with what happened and uh, you know show that I can be super strong and like women like us who come off as always being strong and tough we can go through hard things like this and it's a part of being strong is being vulnerable and being you know soft and like feminine and strong and bold it's all part of me and i'm not just one-sided and so for anybody that has suffered this and is don't think they're as strong as me like i just want to say that you are as strong as me you can be and it's not your fault and you should never Uh, you know, let it hold you back from doing anything and never feel guilty and just let yourself be at peace with what happened. Um, I feel very lucky that I'm in this mindset and that I can like be happy about everything and watch the show and, you know, be in a good spot right now. Wow. That's amazing. Thank you so much.
0: Yeah. Thank you for sharing
2: that. I mean, it's like truly inspiring and powerful mm-hmm. and I think it is so important for you to share that story because there are so many people who look up to you seriously like even like I look up to you I look at you and I'm like she's a monster and like that's a crazy mm-hmm. story and it's hard to be vulnerable in the social eye like, yeah so many people are so judgmental and they're gonna everybody's got something to say all the time so you are definitely gonna help somebody with your story and mm-hmm. I'm really happy that you have the ability to talk about it and I'm just thankful Me that you're, you're opening up about it so thank you
0: and in such a positive way of like describing your body as being like this amazingly strong and resilient thing that like the yeah. body is yeah. just not something like it, it serves a purpose and it, you know, it keeps us safe. It helps us to do things, but it also, it you know, it's transformative and we should love all of those parts of it, which is such, yeah. I mean... For young women, for older women—I mean, for anyone—I think in this day and age, especially when everything is like revolving around social media and what other people think of you, um, it's yeah. just yeah. awesome to have that kind of perspective. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, it's definitely—it's so inspiring. I'm like, shit.
1: Yeah, switch dude, up some seriously.
0: things. <laughs> no, no, really, I know.
5: it's crazy. Um, I mean like sometimes I look back and I still can't even imagine that it happened like the way because after you know we went through so much the quarantine I was pregnant in the hotel room in LA for a week like why couldn't I just take a test then I would have known like to think that we did I did all that like went out there and then just it like just seems so crazy like even now when I sometimes think of it I'm just like did that really even happen like Mm -hmm. how like what are the chances you know um but I think for me, uh, you know, and even seeing like you girls out there, like for me, seeing women kind of celebrate our dominance and celebrate being strong and being fierce, but then also being able to, you know, own up to being vulnerable and, and sad and everything that comes with us, you know, because I feel like I've always shown only one aspect of me because I'm a survivor. I, like, I, yeah, I cried, obviously, when I was depressed. But like, for the most part, I was like so strong and like, I love that I can help women do that and feel strong and empowered but I also want to own up to my vulnerability and being you know in this position where I really had to work through some hard things and it also had to do with like my relationship I think Devin was really strong for me but he never made me feel like uh like it would have been really easy for somebody from not in this world to kind of pinpoint the show and maybe you know maybe say something happened because of what I was doing but I was completely healthy while I was being a lunatic in Iceland you know like (laughs) what happened happened to me when I was back home in my regular routine eating my regular food so um, I think it had to do with how me and him dealt with it too and obviously I think it was a make or break with us because what I went through was so hard for him and for me Mm -hmm. and it just uh, you know it was like uh, I look at it as like in a for me, a silver lining is I learned so much about myself. I learned so much about my relationship and I learned that, you know, sometimes the shows and the money, that's not the most important thing. Sometimes you really have to listen to what you need. Like obviously I was pregnant, so I couldn't compete, but in a a situation that we are all in, sometimes it's so tempting to just stay out there and suffer, but sometimes it really does take, you know, a champion to know when to rest and like take a break from things. And I think that's like the biggest thing I, I, I have to tell myself.
2: Yeah, totally. Well, I think it's safe to say that number one, everybody is obviously very thankful that you've opened up so much about it. And number two, people are definitely going to be sad that you're not going to be on this season anymore because (laughs) so many people, you have so many fans out there. So for all the fans that are out there, what can we expect next from you? Like, do you plan on coming back on the show? Because I've
0: been seeing you work out a lot and I know you do already, but it's kind of annoying because you did one of these (laughs) Power snatch. I just, you know what, stop snatching and stop cleaning so much weight. It's like, wait, what's she Uh, about? She's been working out more than me, okay? No, No, she's just looping the same video. She just changes outfits. It's one day. She just changes outfits every Don't believe the hype,
5: Nat. (gasps) Uh, For me, like, I honestly my decision to come back is going to be after my final episode so I told producers I really want to be able to be in a good headspace for me I know I can physically get ready to come and compete but for once in my life I'm going to really cuz I don't know if I was in the best headspace going out this season I just kind of uh, like survivor just wrapped and I was kind of going out there for like redemption instead of being going out there to do something that, I mean, I knew I was going to be good at it. So I want to really be in a good headspace and take a really long, deep breath and ask myself, is it worth it? Like the money, the time, me going through this again. Uh, I got to tell you, living in that house was very difficult for me. Like, I would la- rather starve on an island than live in a house like that again, which is crazy, which is crazy. Um, I mean, it's fine for us like-
0: other people who are competing against you. I mean, if you want to
2: take a break. Yeah. <laughs> take a
5: break.
2: <laughs> You know what I love that you just point out in this moment? That you're like, even though I've been on a fucking island on Survivor, I still don't want to fucking go in the challenge house. Thank you for acknowledging how difficult yes. it is
5: to live in that is so fucking difficult. house. It sucks. It is insane. And I heard that I had a good compared to like the bunker and stuff. Well, yeah,
0: but, but the other thing is the bunker had different yeah. levels. We were all on the same level all yeah. the time and could always hear each all other. Time. And I was yeah, always so paranoid really that somebody heard me like, I don't know, talking Mm -hmm. about something, or it's just, I never felt like I was alone. I think I would
5: rather be in the bunker too, because you can get your personal space in the bunker. There's zero personal space in that house. Like, I was watching with Devin, and like, we were, there was a uh, gym scene, and I was like, that's my room right there. You can see right there. He's like, there's no dose. I was like, dose? I
0: would. (laughs) We would hide behind because nobody knew. And I'll add another secret to this episode. Uh, we would change behind our closet yeah. door and sit on yeah. the bench, bare ass, trying to put. Well, yeah. the bench was also Natalie's closet because people also <laughs> didn't know that Natalie's closet was the whole side of the room. <laughs> she had, she had a, a wardrobe, but she loved but that couch. Have,
5: yeah, I just didn't have anything in my closet. I had no clothes compared to y'all. Okay, they took all my clothes away from me too. Like I didn't have any. Clothes. She was so yeah. upset
0: about that.
2: My she was like idiots. <laughs> My other favorite thing about Natalie is before we go into like really comparing it to Survivor and The Amazing Race is how every night we had to go out to the club, you literally tried to not go. You Like you literally asked, can I stay home? Can I stay? Can I sleep? Can I go to bed? I hated, you hated it. You
5: hated it. Oh my God. I hated it. Like maybe because I was pregnant, I was super tired. Now it even more tired and antisocial than usual. But like anyway, I didn't want to go to the club. And everybody probably thinks that I knew I was pregnant because I didn't drink, but I just don't drink, right. you know? Yeah. Like, um, but I acted like a pregnant lady because that's who I am. I never drink anyway. Oh my God, <laughs> so, dude. Oh. Um, but yeah, I don't know. It's crazy. Like now I'm so happy that I can, you know, just for me to be able to be in this space, talk to you guys about it, be honest, be vulnerable. And I think the biggest thing I took away is that my like, my body's resilience, you know, going out there. I was training so hard. I don't even know how I got pregnant, but I was training so hard. And then to keep, <laughs> to keep, I seriously, like, Literally, like, I was tackling, tackle practice with my 250-pound boyfriend. Like, come on. Like, literally, like, asking him, like, tackle me. He's like, are you crazy? I was like, obviously, I'm crazy. <laughs> I'm down, <so.
2: laughs> the fuck? Yeah.
5: <laughs> so, like, for me, coming back, my body, I, I gained a lot of weight on the show. And, I, like I said, I'm so happy and proud that while I was out there, I was still just as confident. I was in my sports bar training, even though I was, I came back, oh, I came back and I weighed myself because obviously I didn't weigh myself while I was out there. I checked, when I left, I was 145. When I came back, I was almost 155. So I gained almost 10 pounds while I was on the show. But for me, that never changed the way I trained, the way I like looked at myself. Mm -hmm. I felt a little fluffy sometimes, but I was like, oh, my boobs are getting bigger, cute. (laughs) Like that's how I was like, you know? Mm So I think that that's a a really good point because I want women to know like, you know, they, they criticize and they analyze and they like critique everything about their body, but they never thank or give thanks for what their bodies are capable of. And I think that I've always done that and I've never, ever like ever apologized for how I look. And, um, and I, and I just want to send that message too. like your body changes with everything you do, mm-hmm. but there's so much resilience. So I'm always thankful for my body, for I put it through a lot with survivor and extinction, the challenge. So, and that's another message for me. That's really important is giving thanks and, you know, praise to our bodies. Cause it's, it's our home, you know, and mm-hmm. uh, I get take good care of it, but I'm also very kind to it. So yeah. that's uh, important for me.
0: You look great in the sports Thank bra. You. And and leggings, I will say, frightening shoulders. But you look great. You have a tush, <laughs> In the, like best way. Yeah, the best like way. you look strong, but yeah. you got curves. Like it, it all look great. So don't worry. Yeah, we we have we yeah. we were the body positivity room, I think. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So,
5: 100%. And we had all different body types. Mm-hmm. It was cute. But uh-huh. all and Theresa too like she's so skinny but she can own own, own own and people can undermine and like say that she's not strong cuz she's so small but that girl, you know, she's stronger than she looks. So mm-hmm. she's uh you know, she's out there for the uh, the skinny body shamer. Yeah. Facts, <laughs> you
0: know.
2: Yeah. Honestly facts. Well, thank you so yeah. much, Nat. Honestly, we love having you. I I hope you do come back, but girl, I respect any decision you make. Me and too. You're always gonna be my fitness goals. So keep posting your shit because I'm gonna copy the shit out of you. And <laughs> yeah, hope to see you in Jersey. We should all we should all do some squats yeah. together. That's what yeah, I thought too. In Jersey. If
0: we don't do burpees, it's great.
2: Yeah.
5: No, you gotta yeah. do burpees. Go, come on. A couple
2: burpees. <laughs> a couple. Not
0: <My> doing a hundred. <laughs>
2: well nat thank you so much for coming on here we love you can you tell people where to follow you and if there's anything else you want to say or where they can reach out to you about stuff
5: yeah uh natalie and n-a-t-a-l-i-e another e-a-n-d on instagram i get so many cool messages from women i think from my survivor seasons too sometimes and i'm really responsive because the one thing from survivor that uh always came back is you know i get a lot of moms telling me um they're so proud that they their daughters can watch a girl like me on tv and that's always inspiring for me almost worth losing two million psych (laughs) and and, you know so you can reach out to me on there i'm going to be doing some stuff with mtv about you know where people who go through miscarriages and are having a hard time move forward with with their life i'm going to have some resources up after the episode so if you have been through something like this or you in general have a hard time uh, moving through something that you feel like it's your fault don't uh, and maybe we'll have something to help you work through it and if you've ever held on to something and feel, feel like you've you know been mean to yourself or been unkind to yourself because of something you had no control over don't be just you know embrace yourself uh, and uh, let it go
0: thanks mm. so much Nat. That praise that praise, oh, praise, praise to me. nat Praise blessed be the fruit, right? May the Lord open Nat, amen. Lord open, right, which goes totally against everything we just spoke about.
5: <laughs> but
0: yes, Natalie, thank you so much. I mean, Thanks, it takes girls. a lot to
5: talk was, about I was, it.
0: I can
2: only yeah, imagine. And I was
5: stoked. I was uh, stoked. I got to talk to you too about it. So uh, made me feel very comfortable. Yes.
2: yes, we love you, girl. Thank you so much. We're a fan of you over here. Really mm-hmm. big fan.
5: Take care. All right, Nat. Bye, Nat. Bye.
2: Natalie is seriously amazing. I love that she is being so open and vulnerable with her story and I think it's so awesome that she talked about it all. So that was awesome. What did you think, Anissa? I
0: thought it was amazing. I mean, it's awesome to show all these different sides of yourself and to feel, you know, I'm grateful that she feels safe enough to speak to us about it and that she is sharing her story because I know that a lot of people go through this, and um, she's very inspiring. So I'm just yeah, definitely grateful that she came on, and I know that a lot of people will benefit from her story.
2: Totally. I'm so with you on that.
0: You want to know what we didn't benefit from this, <laughs> this episode, though? Yeah, tell me. Lies. Facts. Lies and deceit. So much. <laughs> Which brings us to our closing segment, Challenge Confidential, <gasps> oh. where we talk about some shit you didn't see in the episode. In addition to all the lies yep. that were being spewed from the mouths of people we thought we could trust.
2: Why don't you set this up, Anisa? Because I didn't know any of this until you got home and you told me. So why don't you let the people know what the fuck went down?
0: <coughs> let me tell you. So what I happened was <laughs> after I won. And I cried hysterically on the bus. And Cam put her arms around me. We got back to the house. And I'm I'm just sad. I go in. I mean, they should have played music. I mean, Aww. it was bad. Um, I looked at her empty bed. And then I see this note. Mm-hmm. And Teresa brings it to my attention. And Teresa's like, I wrote either you or Tori a note, depending on who came back. But it's crazy, because at the end of it, Tori wrote, suck my dick. Yeah. OK, Teresa starts crying because she received a letter from you uh-huh. that was very kind. So Teresa's still trying to put the pieces together of why you write suck my dick on the letter. Right. And then you sent her a letter.
2: Uh-huh.
0: So, Tori, clear that up now that we know. Because this whole story. This
2: is what I didn't. First of all, let's be real. Oh God, there's so many ways to talk about this, but I'm going to just go from what I know. I saw that note and it signed T. I did not think it was from Teresa. I thought that note was from Big T because Big T knew that she was going to put me against you. So when I said suck my dick, that note was for Big T. That was not for Teresa. But Teresa's guilty conscious. Like now she knows, like first of all, Teresa shouldn't have written either one of us a note because she should have been fighting to, get, to keep us out of it because we all thought we were working together. And how did she know it was going to be two of us against each other? Maybe she knew that the House was going to vote one way, but she wouldn't have known, oh, either Tori or Anissa. And then she, she didn't give us a heads up either. So she was clearly in on it the Not the a heads up time. at all. She was in on it the right, whole time. Right, and then Amber,
0: wait, I got more secrets. Amber walked by the room before um, deliberation Amber? and was like, Amber B. Mm-hmm. And she's like, um just to let you know like your name's out of it like we're I'm doing the best that I can since since when <laughs> and then after I got voted in she was like I didn't vote for you which I know for a fact that she voted for me cuz I saw it yeah you voted for me Amber B mm. cut the shit and Teresa told I have so many secrets and Teresa told <gasps> Cam that Tori and I voted for her and that's which fucking we did it fake news
2: why would Teresa do that? I honestly, I I need to get that cleared up. I need both of those girls to look me in my face. And I believe can, because we've already talked about it. I just need Teresa mm-hmm. to tell me why the fuck she would do that. Clearly, she was trying to right. stir the pot. Te- clearly, she was trying to make us lose our numbers. Well, and-
0: Teresa wanted to get out anyone who was going to be a competition in the end. So she wanted everybody out of the way.
2: Which makes sense. So I can't hate her yeah, for that. Yeah, it but makes sense. Just, but you, when you trust but somebody, it's us. it hurts. So yeah. it's, yeah.
0: So, and that she was teamed up with the rookies, which... I would understand, you know, you're coming back in this game after not playing for a while and you got to do whatever you got to do. But it really made me lose trust in our our friendship and will dictate, you know, the next episode and what happens there.
2: Yeah. Oh, man. Honestly, it's just this season was such an eye opener, knowing how everybody moved. And I think it's just going to, like, cause me to just be very very cautious next time if I decide yeah. to yeah season I
0: don't like to be weaponized and that's what they did with us and it just I think that that's the part that really messes with me yeah is like they used me to try and take you out well like if anybody can which is kind of a compliment but a backhanded one
2: totally and it hurt but honestly we could look at the negatives of it all I say we end on the positive note we just celebrate your victory because it was so well deserved
0: just oh another secret <laughs> oh shit. I had Tori's name in permanent marker on my tummy. (laughs) Ah, that's so true. And Tori had her name, like prison tats.
2: (gasps) We literally did when they called We and we went into that elimination, assuming we were probably going to go against each other. And like fucking Patrick and SpongeBob, when they're wearing each other's underwear <laughs> color. Yeah, I had a niece's name written across my stomach. She you probably had, were wearing my underwear. Had too. Tore, Yeah, probably. Who knows? <laughs> and, we, and that's when we do those sand angels. And we're just like, fuck, dude, this is our life. Like, what? Is and they going gave on? us
0: like 30 minutes to be down there. I mean, yeah. longer than anybody to like, because yeah. I was I was de- I mean, yeah that kind of friendship they were like let's let these girls have their moment because they knew that that was going to be like Hard. a shot to the heart for me oh. you hold it together a little bit better than I do but like we definitely had those t- those tattoos to go further yeah. we were going to go out <gasps> And I still had your name on my stomach the next day and I couldn't get it off.
2: So funny. Me too. I'm like sitting in the hotel room because obviously like when you get kicked off the show, you have to sit in the hotel room for, I had to sit there for three days and I was just looking at your name. Like I didn't have a phone, nothing. I literally had Netflix for three days. I was just sitting in my sorrows looking at your name on my body.
0: I'm like I mean, it could be worse. It could have been somebody else's name. could have name.
2: been way fucking worse. Oh my God. Totally. Could have been
0: Devin's name.
2: Yeah. Oh, fuck that dude. All right. All right. Ending on a
0: high note. I love you. You and we're still here in I, real life
2: I love you too and you know what I'm not going to be on the season anymore obviously Anissa eliminated me and she got her gold skull but at least I will be on the challenge podcast so definitely listen to us here because I'm going to be with you guys through the entire season and we are going to talk about everything we've been talking about all the ins out yes
0: you can't get rid of her that fast because she's still here
2: still here motherfuckers um <laughs> but yeah follow me on instagram guys send me some love because i probably need it after this episode tori underscore deal and i got a lot going on on my page i got books i got podcasts come through come be a friend Anissa, where can we follow you at
0: you can follow me at anisa mtv that's a n e e s a mtv at everything where i don't have books and other things but sometimes (laughs) i post pictures of myself um you can dm me if you have any questions if i don't respond to you i still see your questions i screenshot a lot of them and uh when we can throw them up on the podcast we will
2: yes totally and make sure you guys just watch every week of the challenge with us. We are so excited to go behind the scenes with you the next morning on MTV's official challenge podcast.
0: Thanks for tuning in, guys. Yes, until next time. Ciao. Bye.